vibes ready is this a normal routine <laughs> well i haven't interviewed in a minute but i've never not got a job shit i'm gonna leave you to it then go ahead yeah get out of here don't kill my vibe everybody wanna be money and i'm looking like how well angel let me tell you you've come highly recommended I'm ready to offer you the job, but you just don't have any financial experience. Truly, that is my only apprehension. I can understand your concern. I've acted as the hiring manager also. I would definitely count that as a red flag. But let me tell you a little about me. I don't make decisions out of desperation. I wouldn't have come on this interview if I hadn't already taken the time to investigate what it took to be an equities trader. I'm very intrigued and I enjoy challenges. If there is some sort of simulation or pre-entry exam you would like me to take to confirm my competence, I'm more than happy to do so. I'm just going to say this. I'm a numbers guy, but today I'm going with my gut. I think you're worth the risk, Angel. Mr. Roberts... I assure you I am. Welcome to T&D Thompson Brokerage, young lady. Thank you, sir. Can I tell you I was happy to get that job? Talking about God being on time. The only downfall was I was only unemployed for two weeks. So I didn't get to use those food stamps I was hoping for. But I wasn't really complaining because food stamps couldn't pay my car note, nor could they buy me one pair of shoes. Truly, I was blessed to find this opportunity. My mom had been working with a stockbroker and mentioned I was looking for employment. He put in a good word for me and here I am, fully employed and making just a little less than I was before, but the bonus opportunity of being an equity trader? Wow, more than I'd ever made in my life. And my mom was so happy for me. She basically bought me a whole new wardrobe since I have to wear a suit every day. Things were really looking up for me. And once I started working, oh my gosh, it was even better. I was actually pretty good at the job. Things were on the up and up. And then I had a huge and unexpected setback. Yes, mom. I'm paying attention to everything. His family seems so nice. And they're not quite what I'm used to, but still so nice. Even if they weren't, he overshadows that. So are you saying you're in love? No, but it seems like you're trying to say that. No, I was just asking. How is the new job going? Mom, okay, I love it. I mean, I really love it. Getting this level of understanding of how the stock market works 
It's just amazing. Have you been studying for your test? Hello, Angel. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hmm. I'm guessing your answer is no. Yeah, I've been just a little distracted, but I know I need to get on it. Yes, you do. This is the job you told me that you love. You know, you need to study so you can pass. And be eligible for bonus money. Especially that. Why don't you start coming home a few nights? I'm sure Gaza is what's distracting you. You know what I mean. No, he's actually very encouraging. I can't seem to focus. Angel! Angel! What's going on? Angel! Answer me! I heard my mother calling Angel. for me on the phone. But I couldn't reach it because it had flown all the way across the car. I really had no clue where it was. A Chevy 1500 had just made a left-hand turn hitting me directly on the driver's side of my door on my small Dodge Stratus. My car went flying to the right, hitting electrical poles and finally pinning me between the posts of a corner gas station's price sign. I don't know what happened, but I was in a daze. People had started surrounding the car, bamming on the windows, asking if I was okay, but I couldn't speak. Then I heard my mom screaming my name through the phone. I could see it on the floor well of the passenger's side. I need to talk to her. I went to reach for it, then I felt excruciating pain travel from my neck down my spine. But something told me to keep going because I had to answer her. I grabbed the phone and told her I'd just been What's hit on, and my Angel? door was smashed in. Tell me, what do you mean you've been hit? I was trapped. By whom? Now I was really freaking out. People were still trying to talk to me from outside the car, but I'm ignoring them. I don't want to move again because of the pain. The window is broken in the car and I hear him say, are you okay, miss? I'm so scared. I just nod my head yes, and that hurts too. He tells me they're gonna have to cut me out of the car to get me out. Now I'm crying uncontrollably. But before I know it, I am free and in the back of an ambulance. Then, I'm asleep. Once I get to the hospital, my mom was there waiting for me. The doctors did all kind of tests, and of course, my mom made sure each and every person understood I had epilepsy. But thankfully, everything was good. I was just going to need a lot of physical therapy for my sprains. God had really blessed me. Hello? Hello, Gaza. Hey, Miss, Miss Grace? Everything okay? Oh, I'm calling because Angel was in a pretty bad accident. She's going to be fine, but she sprained her neck and will be pretty sore tomorrow. Right now, I'm just trying to get her cleaned up before she has, because she has some glass in her hair and stuff. Uh, it, it really is a little bit overwhelming. But I have to work tomorrow, and I need to know if you can help take care of her. Yeah, of course. I'll be right over. You know about her epilepsy, right? Yes, she told me. That's something that you, you just need to keep in mind right now. I will, Miss Grace. But she told me she hasn't had one in years. True, but watch out because this was a lot to go through. I understand. I'll be there shortly.
Never mind, Gaza. She just went down. I'm about to call for the ambulance. I'll call you from the hospital. Please keep me posted. Man, Angel just got into a car accident. Oh, shit. She good? Yeah, she's good, but now she just had a seizure. She's on her way back to the hospital. Man, that's fucked up. Are you going to go up there? Not right now. I'm going to wait to hear from her mom. Yo, the crazy thing is, her mom asked me to come and take care of her. Man, I know we've been together for a few months, but that's some wifey shit right there. But she is your girl, right? Yeah. My girlfriend, not my wife. I knew she had epilepsy, man, but this shit just got real, dude. If she's really this sick and needs this much attention, that's going to take too much away from Chase, man. He deserves better than that. He's my first priority. Wow, I didn't know she had epilepsy. That is something to consider. I say do what you got to do for you, man. Man, I'm not trying to be fucked up, Rob. And it seems like her mom really wants me to see what I might be in for. Man, this shit's so fucking much. But she's such a fucking good girl, man. Gaza. What, man? Go get your girl, man. Hey, y'all. You ever wondered what married people talk about when they're home drinking? Yeah? Well, now you get to hear a first-hand account. Welcome to another shot with me, Shay, and Chris, my husband. This is our weekly podcast where we shoot the shit about cultural topics, TV shows, media, and our daily lives. We often engage in funny and lighthearted banter, but sometimes we get into some deep shit. So here's your chance to kick back and have another shot with us. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Yeah, so like, tell a friend to tell a friend, and also make sure to rate and leave a review. Get your drinks ready to have another shot with Shay and Chris. Bye, y'all. Bye. (laughs) Yep, I had my first seizure ever in the past five years. When I came out of the episode and recognized the telltale seizure headache, My heart sank. I knew what this meant. No driving, increased medicine, EEGs, needles, and the psychological reminder that I wasn't normal. This accident destroyed my car, and now it was destroying my health beyond what I expected. But Gaza, my man Gaza, he didn't let any of this face him. He helped me take out my weave, y'all, and washed every residual piece of glass out of my hair. He, oh my gosh, he was everything. He stayed by my side and didn't make me feel invalid. He didn't make me feel like this condition was my fault. You know, I didn't have any seizures while I was with him, but he made me feel like he was ready for anything. And I knew for certain I was in love. And as soon as my neck got better, I was going to suck his dick. Hey, you. Hey, 
How was physical therapy today? Everything has gone so good. I should be able to stop wearing this arm brace next week. Well, that's, that's great news, right? And that neck is looking pretty strong. <laughs> Shut up. It's not ready to do what you're thinking about. Oh, really? What am I thinking about? Mm, nothing. I'm not saying anything. Okay, then. But how are things going with the attorney? The insurance company is still fighting them. They don't want to pay because I didn't have any permanent damage and the seizures were a pre-existing condition. That's fucked up. Very. It's the insurance game, but my attorney said he's going to do the best he can for me. Well, I'm sure it all will work out. I just want time to pass so I can drive again. This six months is taking forever. I'm tired of public transportation. I know, and I'm sorry I couldn't pick you up more often. I'm going to pull into this gas station real quick. Gaza. What's up? You do a lot for me. Thank you for making time and making the effort. It means everything. Angel, it's easy for me to be there for you. Do you want to know why? Yes. Because I love you. Now, do you want anything from inside the gas station? Okay. I decided I'd drop that I love you for a few different reasons. One, it didn't take me too long to realize that the pros outweighed the cons of being with Angel, even if she had epilepsy. Two, I was just ready for her to know, and she had been telling me that she loved me during sex for a minute, but I never said it back. She never brought it up either. But with everything going on, I felt like she needed to hear me say it in a moment where it wouldn't be misunderstood. We were on a rough journey, and I only wanted to support her. As time went on, she got 100% better, but she still couldn't drive. She got a settlement from her accident and was setting that aside to buy a car that she'd been lusting over for months. When I say lusting, it was pure lust. Everything I saw on her computer, she was looking up Dodge charges. I wondered why she was torturing herself when it was still going to be months before she could even drive it. But I would eventually learn this was just the way she did things. She focused on what she wanted until she got it. Not a bad trait, really. Oh, hey, Rob, what's up? I didn't know you were here. I just stopped by to hang out for a few. Gatsa said you guys were cooking? Yeah, you know, I'm always trying to whip up a little something while I'm here. When are you not here? Leave me alone, man. It's true. You practically live here. If you say so. On another note, Gatsa told me you're back to 100%, though. Yes, and I haven't had any more episodes either. I'm feeling so good. Glad to hear it. Thanks, Rob. What y'all going on about in here? Just talking about me being back to normal and feeling good all over, including my neck. Yeah, your neck was pretty fucked up. <laughs> Stuff goes over your head sometimes. What did you say? Because I must have missed it too. Good, because it wasn't for you, Rob. How's Erica doing, by the way? It is what it is. It's not my business, but if you want what it is to be better, make sure you're doing your part. Oh, I am. Then things will go as they should. Don't worry about this man, Angel. He's just hoping for some extra food on his plate because you're feeling sorry for him. Real funny. Give me a moment while I make this call. You're stupid, Gaza. Can you help me get something out the pantry? I can't reach. Of course. What do you need? You to stay right where you are. No, what do you need off the shelf? What are you doing? 
You know, Rob is right on the other side of this door. Can he see through doors? Come on, Angel. You know he could walk right on over here. Oh, shit. You are bad. You are so bad. Now, I can stop showing you how well my physical therapy has healed me. Or you can feed me what I've been craving. I'm very hungry. Man, I don't want him to see this, man. Man, you got to stop. <laughs> yo, he going he gonna to see this. You got to stop, yo. You don't want him to see how greedy your girl is for you? Okay. Oh, shit. Damn. Nah, nah, fuck it, yo. Yo, keep going. Yo, keep going just like that. Keep going. You got it. She got a red bottle pill song. She got a red bottle pill song. Shawty wearing a Gucci Amada. Tell them broke niggas don't bother. She got a red bottle pill song. She got a red bottle pill song. Shawty wearing a Gucci Amada. Tell them broke niggas don't bother. Pulled up to the function and I'm smelling like loud. Everybody wanna be my knee and I'm looking like how. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 5, Pros and Cons. The theme song was written and performed by Mar. This episode featured the following music. Heels On by Imani Blair. The following voice talent. Tim was played by Ken of VO Pathways. Grace was played by Angel's mom. Rob was played by Fit Menace. And Angel and Gaza played themselves. This episode was edited by Gaza. Thank you to everyone who has lent their talent to the success of this series. Thank you and see you next week. Now we finally in a section and we twerking at it. Don't buy
on. Hey, shawty wearing them, she a model. Tell them broke niggas don't bother. She got a red thought real song. She got a red thought real song. Shawty wearing them, she a model. Tell them broke niggas don't bother. She got a red thought real song. She got a red thought real song. Mermaid and the Lion. 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 Mermaid and the Lion.